Hello and welcome no, to fucking god damn it. I didn't say anything. <sighs> Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Nothing to Play Podcast, a mediocre podcast about video games, movies, and do it your sharp saving tips. Uh, this week we have a brand new special guest on the podcast. He likes Fallout, comic books, and urinating in public. Alex Preston. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up? How's it going? Look at you. So handsome. Ah, I'm doing well. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> you know, just living in Oregon, Portland, Oregon, living the dream, growing the beard, petting the dogs. That's true. God damn it. I should have used... I, I Initially, when I thought about the intro, I was going to bring up mentions living in Portland, but I I forgot about it and just defaulted to comic books. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> You're like, that's fine. I'm going to bring it up in the podcast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I know. I was like, for those who don't know, I was like, we're going to go out and see Alex here in like couple weeks yeah and when we go out there the uh retro video game conventions going on so that's gonna be dope yeah i'm really excited i've been going the last three years um it, it actually last four years ever since i moved out here and it's, it's a lot of fun uh is, is it pretty big like would you compare it like to like phoenix comic-con or san diego comic-con or something like that Luckily, it's not that packed, but it is the largest retro gaming convention in the United States, and so it brings in vendors and small businesses from all over the United States to try and pawn off their crazy NES cartridges or their their brand new Game Boy mods. You know, uh, it's a a pretty awesome community of of people and collectors and and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. I'm sure I'm going to need to fucking, by the time I'm done, I'm going to have to buy like $100 more fucking frames to like hang up a bunch of prints or signs or shit that I'm going to end up picking up. Yeah, they they usually have, I, I don't know if he's going to be there this year because he's getting on age, but he they have the original um, artist for almost every single NES cartridge uh that came out he he's like he did all like the original Mega Man where it looks like a guy shooting a gun and he's like in a maze. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did all the original uh, cover art for Atari and, and NES games, so you can uh, meet him and get something signed if if he's if he's still walking. Dude, I don't know why, but when you initially like before you even said a name, and you eventually like he's getting on an age, I thought for sure you're gonna say fucking Stanley. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I was like, he's beyond age. I was like, dude, I'll bet two hundred dollars he's not gonna show up. <laughs> I'll take that bet. <laughs> I'll double it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I was like, we're actually, this is a N2P podcast first. I'm actually recording this episode in advance before episode eight, because at the time I wanted to record this, Alex is going to be in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be traveling in Germany. We're going to spend two weeks uh, in Germany. Uh, the first week we're going to be driving, renting a car, going across like the southern border, going to a bunch of different castles and shit. And then <clears throat> we're going to spend a couple days in, in Prague in the Czech Republic. Uh, I got us an apartment in uh, downtown Old Prague. And then we're going to spend a week in Berlin and then head back home. Dude, that's dope. 
Yeah. I know. Yeah, pretty excited. I know when we went to, I think it was, where did we, oh, it's that, I was like, for whatever reason, I was thinking of Ireland, but I think it was when, wasn't it in Seattle, there's that, like, little German town, like, we were going to go there, and we ended up not Oh yeah, yeah. There is yeah. Like there's a whole little German town that's built, and pretty much only people are there for Oktoberfest. (laughs) You're like that's like where they make their money. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's like the entire lifeblood of the little town. Yeah. Yeah, we are gonna actually gonna go to Munich as well for Oktoberfest. It's gonna be on Emily's birthday. Oh, that's like it's Oktoberfest is actually gonna be going on while you're there. Yep. It starts this week. Uh, it starts. I think it may have started last week, but it either starts this week or next last week. Yeah. I was like, it's. I was like, it started in September, <laughs> but it's Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to go in October because it's usually over by then. It's, oh. it's pre-October. They're celebrating the coming of October. It's like, you know, Christmas shit at like Target and stuff <laughs> where it's like it's out now, but by the time Christmas is out, forget about it, all that shit's gone. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you show up on Christmas Day, you ain't gonna find shit. <laughs> Except a bunch of very tired and disappointed employees. Yeah, you in a past life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except I don't think I don't think I ever actually worked Christmas. I worked Black Friday and that was enough for me. Oof. I yeah. Think, Did you Christmas see anyone Eve, get punched? No, but it was funny. It was um, like my fondest memory of working on Black Friday was I was in charge of electronics because of course, and yep. uh, there was like one of the rules was no running allowed in the store, <laughs> and uh, there used to be this big fucking dude that worked at the store, and we just called him Big Paul, and he legit like did steroids, and he was like <laughs> he was legitimately big. And he wasn't, like, super muscular, but he was just really tall and just, like, he was, like, a deadlifter. But, like, some lady was, like, running with, like, a fucking cart. And he came out from around the corner and just straight up, like, stuck his arm out and dead stopped the cart. And she, like, almost, like, flipped over the rail, like, into the cart. And he's, like, no running! (laughs) Damn. It was good. That's pretty awesome. And then people with, like, two carts throwing, like, four of the same TV in two carts and running off. And then you see them come <laughs> back half an hour later and put, like, three of them back. Nice. So, like, no one could get them. Yeah. No. Because consumerism. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I was, like, I'm excited for Portland and indicates coming this is like my whole month of like vacation pretty much right here is going to indicate yeah. and then going back to work for a week and then going to portland for a week nice yeah i'm glad you guys are coming out that's a good time of the year uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah it's nice too because like here it's starting to actually like cool down in arizona so you can actually like leave the dogs outside without them getting like heat stroke during the day right which makes yeah. easier to watch them instead of them having to be in crates and go in and out and in and out and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So one thing I actually have started recently is I, I started watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh. 
I, I watched it from the very beginning. I had no idea that it started in the late 80s. Uh, I was like, yeah, I don't even I mean, I grew up watching it, but... Right. Like, but yeah, I think, like, as for, like, new episodes and stuff, when I started watching it, it was, like, Voy- like Voyager or Deep Space Nine, yeah. or, like, one of those was, like, the new... Cause my yeah, those are the newer ones. Huge yeah. yeah. But I know uh, Picard... They're doing that Picard series and stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That That's pretty cool. They're going to bring that back data and, like, show how he was made and stuff. I was like, yeah, I don't... I tried watching, like, the original, like, OG with William Shatner, and I know some people just love it so much, but I just... I couldn't get into it. It was, like, too before my time to, like, really appreciate it. Yeah, it's 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 t- that that show is completely different. I mean, it has like some similar overtones, but it's it's a very different show. I mean, the '60s was a fucking crazy time to be on TV. <laughs> Everyone's just like doing cocaine and and you know walk around in their mini skirts and trying to understand what to do with their hands when they're on TV. <laughs> <laughs> there's like twelve words <clears throat> that you couldn't say on TV still. Now there's like yeah. two. Right. Um, but like, yeah, so, so like the uh, the next generation when I, I so I started watching it from the very beginning, uh, like after night, you know, on the weekends and stuff, and I've I've gone all the way to I think I'm on the fifth season now, um, which is pretty crazy. Uh, you blew that, through that shit. <laughs> yeah, just going through it episode after episode, I'm just going through like a couple a night here or there, and. I was really impressed. The, uh, the like the CGI and and stuff was really impressive, especially when it started in the '80s, uh, and like it, just a huge jump in like '91, '92, when that stuff was getting cheaper. Um, but I was really surprised how much actual visual effects they used in that show. Uh, definitely seemed like it was ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. I was like, it's been so long since. I think the last Star Trek anything I watched was the the third movie, the Beyond. Beyond? I think it was and fucking sucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I like the first two. I love yeah. In the Darkness and the first one, but the third one it was like the basically like the plot. It's like they combined the plots of like two and one and just mm-hmm. were like fuck it. Like we don't have the director we want. We're just gonna slam this bitch out and hope that we get a return on this. Right, yeah, definitely. Star Trek is is much more different than most, you know, action sci-fi. It's it's a lot more about uh, navigating the like the stars. It kind of feels like FTL. If like FTL was more like an exploration game, where they go in like each episode starts off like you clicking into a new instance and like what's this nebula gonna do? Is it gonna? Am I gonna just sit here and do some research and find some more data, or is it gonna just start? you know, tearing a hole in the side of my ship and turning half my crew into zombies or, or some random shit. And like some of those episodes are amazing. They're they're like reading a short story science fiction novel and getting through all the different types of stories. But then there are other ones where they're just sitcom bullshit of, you know, oh, I'm falling in love with this other character or oh this new character came in and oh we're all jealous of her and it's like, okay, you know, whatever nineties sitcom bullshit, but yeah, the sci-fi episodes are really interesting sometimes, most of the time. Yeah, it's like Star Trek always kind of reminded me of like Fantastic Four in the sense where it's kind of like more, yeah. more about 
like the exploration of different places and stuff than it is is not as like action packed as like Star Wars or like I guess Battlestar Galactica or like anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's more about science and and you know gain, gaining knowledge while you're exploring the final frontier. Yeah, I was like speaking of stuff holding up, I was like when we went and saw the matrix i was surprised at how good a lot of the effects in the matrix still look after it being like 20 years old yeah like yeah i rewatched the 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 movies i think probably four months ago and that's exactly what i thought too yeah uh i think the only one weird uh, thing i noticed is some of the fights with smith you know some of that cgi is, is is can be bad and then in the second movie uh there's a, a, a couple characters that are like twins and yeah, that the, kind of turn in, invisible yeah. and, and go through. Yeah. When they turn into like ghosts, yeah, the, like, that, that CGI is kind of shitty. Twins. Yeah. It's like, they still hadn't mastered like the, it's kind of like when you watch the mummy or whatever, it's like the full body, like face CGI and stuff. They hadn't like quite patented that down yet, but like the robots and shit though, like looked amazing. I was like, Holy shit. This still looks great. Like, the, yeah. from the first movie, the only part where I was kind of like, yeah, that didn't age as well was when, like, Neo jumped into, like, their body and, like, exploded them from, like, the inside <laughs> of the face. Did that, like, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, like, kind of just, like, <laughs> and then fissured open. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it was plastic or something, yeah. Yeah, I was like... I was like, we're gonna... I kind of like the fact that they're bringing a lot of these, like, old movies and stuff back to theaters too because like i know we're gonna go see the shining is coming back in like 4k in theaters and stuff before the doctor sleep the sequel or whatever is coming out nice so we're gonna go see that and it's like it's been i think it's like 12 the last time i saw the shining so oh yeah yeah i think i watched it halloween a few years ago it's so, so unsettling <laughs> yeah that was like uh because uh, we just went and saw it the new it movie and stuff and Megan's never seen the original or anything. So like I made her watch the first one and then we went and saw the second one and stuff. And she fucking was like hiding behind like her legs much, <laughs> like half the time. Cause she was like, uh, like, cause they do the typical, like, you know, it goes silent, you know, something's about to happen. And she's like, uh, right. and fucking like, broke my goddamn arm the opposite direction every time it happened I'm like will you stop like you know it's coming I'm like why are you scared yeah oh man man have you been uh you've been playing anything did you get Link's uh Link's Awakening yeah I did I I got it because I I wanted to play it while we were uh, going to Germany I thought it'd be a great game to to mess around with oh and I also picked up Minute uh, as well, I haven't played it yet, but I thought that would also be a really good, you know, ten hours in the air type of game. You know, go yeah. through. It. I, I hopefully I could beat it either on the way there or on the way back. Probably. You're like, I've only played a couple minutes of it, uh, <laughs> but it's good. Get out of here. <laughs> You're like, have you still not gotten your copy of Fire Emblem? No, what they happened? canceled the order. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I pre-ordered the the special edition, the collector's edition of the newest Fire Emblem. I was so excited. I pre-ordered six months ahead of time. It was like right <laughs> when they an- announced it, and and then the day of, 
they like they change the order to oh it's not going to be delivered today it's been delayed and then like four days later i like message them and they're like oh yeah we're still looking into it and then the next day they they reach out to me by email like yeah we lost it we have no idea where it went it went to the delivery zone near you but i guess it didn't make it to the van and then so they're like we're so sorry and i'm like Normally, that's fine. I don't really care, but you don't understand. The thing I wanted doesn't exist anymore. They don't sell it. It's a, it's a one-time limited edition thing, and it's not available anywhere anymore. So yeah, like, the money I, is worthless to me. How am I supposed on, to play the game with money? <laughs> you're like, yeah, if I want to go on eBay and pay three times what I was trying to fucking buy it for. <laughs> right, which would totally be, you know counterintuitive to the point which is i wanted the collector's edition so i could play the game and then resell it for the same value it was worth and just you know have someone else enjoy the collector's edition because i do collect a bunch of retro games as well i I have a few of the old fire emblems um and so eventually when i want to trade them for something else it's it's always nice to go with the you know physical edition so you can do that after you you know have your your fun with it let someone else have their go with whatever version you got Dude, and Fire Emblem games are not fucking cheap. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, they, I saw one the other, not that long ago, at uh, Half Price Books. They had the one of them for the DS, like Dragon, played it. Shit was like $120. <laughs> and the one for the Wii was like 150 or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. There's yeah, the one for GameCube is is one of the most rare, and that's usually around two fifty. Yeah, it was for just say, the I think disc, like three hundred yeah. Radiant Dawn or whatever. I think yep. that's what that one is. Yeah. Fucking yeah, I was like, I still love the Game Boy Advance one. Is still like one of my favorites, even though it's like one of the yeah. most basic ones. It just reminds me a lot of like the like Advanced Wars like era right. and stuff. And, I just love it. Yeah, Advanced Wars is way too much fun. I know. I still never picked up Wargroove, which is like... Oh, you didn't? New. No, it's like on my... I have such a fucking backlog of like indie games. <laughs> because I got my Switch so late in the game, it's like so much good shit was already out. And then it's like... I I was trying to like catch up, and then more stuff just kept coming out. And then now it's like... I'm to the point where my wish list is completely full, so it's like I can't even add more <laughs> shit to my wish list. I have to delete stuff off my switch list to try and get it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it has been release after release after release on the Switch, especially in like the last four four months. I mean, so many third parties are porting over their, their best versions of their best games just nonstop. You know, everything you've you've kind of liked in the past is... And things you don't even expect, you know, show up. It's it's crazy all the things that have been ported to the Switch recently. Yeah, dude, I was like this week alone, fucking Link's Awakening, uh, the Nino Kuni remaster, and Untitled Goose Game all came out on the same day. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like I don't have time yeah. for all this shit. Like. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, the Goose Game came out on, and it's twenty five percent off right now. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I picked it up. I only got to play a little bit, but I. I definitely I honked and like stole some picnic <laughs> baskets and shit. Nice. So I'm looking forward to finishing that and then yeah, I'm gonna get Link's Awakening so that uh, on the plane to like Indiecade and stuff I can like play. Yeah, 
Yeah, that game looks so pretty. That that's the one thing um, I've noticed because I only I only played it for a little bit. I uh, just did the initial part, so I didn't have to worry about doing it on the plane. Just got it out of the way, and it looks amazing. I don't the textures and stuff are just crazy. It looks you know, like you're playing with figurines and toys. It's it's pretty awesome. I know, like the amiibo for Link is like one of the few like new amiibos I actually like want to get because it's so adorable. Yeah. Yeah, those amiibos are, oof. At least they're not as bad as the pops, man. Everyone goes crazy for those pop figs. Dude, I was uh watching. I've been watching this one dude on YouTube. His name's like Max Mofo. He uh, <laughs> he's Australian, but he opens like Pokemon cards and like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and like usually like random like Japanese shit and stuff. And uh, he did a tour of his room one time, and, like, I guess he used to be hardcore into collecting the pop figs and stuff, like, when they first came out. And he just has, like, entire walls of the room where they're, like, three, like, layers deep of pop (laughs) figs. And, like, some of them are, like, all of them, a lot of them are, like, con exclusives and, like, old ones and shit that are, like, $200 or, like, some shit. And he has some of, like, the, uh, I guess he was explaining the process of making them where, like, they do the initial design and it's just like white final and then they do like a secondary one where then they it's like two they make two of them and it's like a solid color and it's like whatever the base color of the vinyl is going to be before it goes into production and he had a glass case that had a couple of like the initial molds for certain ones and then he had like a, oh god he had a how to train your dragon one where it's the two-headed dragon and he had both the white and the green for it so it's like both of them so he's like yeah there's no more of this <laughs> like i own both of them so and yeah like, the only ones yeah i was like dude i was like i'm sure that shit's like a pretty penny to like someone yeah yeah you just have to be lucky enough to find someone that's willing to, to throw the money down yeah but it's cool i mean i doubt he'd probably ever sell but it's like cool to have that kind no. of it's almost like a piece of history like at that point right. when it's like Something like that that you wouldn't want to get exactly. Rid of. So you've been reading any comics lately? Yeah, I, uh, I a local store had a Memorial Day sale. I went through and I picked up all the issues to um, the all the volumes to Deadly Class, um, and yeah, so I yeah I got like all the all all the volumes of Deadly Class, and then I picked up uh, Marvels. Um, the old one that came out, I think in the late seventies, it just kind of explains the, pretty much the creation of most Marvel superheroes from the point of view of a photographer. And it's crazy. It's, it's, it's all out of fun. It's, it's a lot of different ways of, of looking at the human side of how superheroes kind of just show up in the, in the fifties and how people react to them. Some of them are afraid of them, you know, of course. And some of them are like, oh, yeah, we're amazing. And then Captain America shows up and everyone's all about him all of a sudden. And the struggles as, as time goes on and as people age and how they how they feel, it's really it's really cool. Dude, that sounds cool. I know I've read, uh, I read volume one of Deadly Class and it was really fucking good. And I borrowed, <laughs> I borrowed Matt's copy of volume two and I still have it. I just haven't fucking read it. yeah volume two and three are really good uh yeah those are that's how far i've read so far i i thought one was all right but i was like you know this is good enough for me to to buy another one setup yeah like it's set it yeah 
because you know you get a while you have to get introduced to all the characters and then like to the school and kind of like to the world that they're living in and shit and that's like the whole first volume pretty much is that yep yeah yeah and the bad guy some crazy redneck demon human creature guy crazy stuff (laughs) oh man i was like have you uh been have you watched i know you uh went through and I know it was a while ago you finished Adventure Time all the way through. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much so much to unpack when it comes to the animal or animal, animal crossing <laughs> Adventure Time. I mean that is a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah, there's two, yeah. You know. But uh yeah, Adventure Time was amazing uh i'm so glad it ended the, the way that they did i i mean i do still feel that it was it was a little bit of rush you could kind of tell in the last season it was it, there was a little bit of rush um where they didn't have any of the like the cool filler episodes which you know it's nice to go with the story but it also uh, those those filler episodes as as most you know animes have filler episodes adventure time filler episodes are amazing spin-offs about the characters and the universe and they they're they're always just as good uh most almost all of them are just as good as the crazy storyline post-apocalyptic mushroom war nonsense in the in the land of U. well yeah and that's like even the filler ones are usually like the weirdest fucking ones where they're just like all right we're just gonna push this as far yeah. as we fucking can <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the bird one, where there's like bird, you know, like uh, grass, insect, bird, big bird, and just the cycle of life. Oh, and it, it was cycle actually, of life, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had like a, a a few other artists come on and, yeah, and work on it, different styles. Yeah, and that one was fucking insane. That was like. It reminds me of, like, the one where it was, like, kind of about Jake's past or whatever, and it was, like, his brother, he was, like, sick or something, and, like, he was, like, through his, like, brother's paintings and, like, shit like that, he kept, like, changing and, like, turning blue and going all crazy and shit. I was, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit spoilery, but, yeah, he's, like, uh, he's, like, kind of changing into his actual self. Yeah. Because he's, he's, like, part dog, part demon. <laughs> it's like uh alien demon from a different planet. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah, they, they go into explain all where his powers come from and why he's that way. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I really want to go cuz I just kind of watched it as each season came out, but it'd be nice to actually start from beginning to end again now that it's all completely done and just see the entire thing like within like you know like a month or something just like plow through like all of the seasons yeah yeah and and and, uh it's not a super easy thing to do uh, unless you buy all of them like digitally uh because the volumes are all if you buy them physically the volumes are all really weird but they'll have like sometimes they'll do chapters sometimes they'll do volumes sometimes they'll do seasons and sometimes they just do specials and it's like it's pretty convoluted there's no complete series out yet on blu-ray there is one on on dvd though um i was like i think hulu has them all too it's possible they may yeah i just don't i don't i don't like hulu fuck hulu (laughs) well i mean (laughs) it is annoying that you know i pay like 12 dollars a month for hulu and it still has fucking commercials exactly yeah that's that's why i I don't want to support that shit and they're like (laughs) 
hey, they're like, but for like sixteen dollars a month, you cannot have commercials. And I'm like, but you still have commercials even on that one because yeah. there's like certain special commercials that have to come through, and they're usually pretty short, but. Like, certain shows have, like, a requirement of, like, one commercial per episode. Well, and that's that'd be my thing, too. If it was just, like, almost, like, a 30-second ad or something before the video started, I'd be like, okay. But then it's, like, before no. the video starts, during the video, like, if you want to watch something back-to-back, it's, like, after the episode ends before the next episode. And I'm like... And then it does one, like, before the credits of the episode, and then it's like, <laughs> why the fuck? No, I'm just going to stop the video. Like, I don't want to fucking watch this just to watch the credits. Yeah. Oh, man. Good lo- stuff. Yeah, Adventure Time, the, the even, like, the sound. I loved all the little silly songs that they, they have. Like, sound is sound and music in general is a huge part of that, that series, which was really nice. Yeah, they did a lot of musical episodes. And it's like all of them are enjoyable and they're just funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them get really dark and then some of them are just goofy as shit. Just nonsense. Yeah. I really want to watch. Um, it's already over, but I just haven't. It's not like it's on Hulu or anything. And I just need to go to like Kiss Cartoon or something and watch it. But the uh, Infin- <laughs> Infinity Train. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, I know I have not watched it. But, yeah. yeah, I heard good things. That is pretty intense. Yeah, I watched the pilot episode, like, forever ago for it and stuff. And then, like, they actually got, like, their own show, like, approved. And it's only, like, I think eight or ten episodes or something. is like, the first season. But it got picked up for another season, so. Nice. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I'll download it. Throw it on my laptop for the uh, the trip. That might be fun. Watch an infinity train on a plane. <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> Going insane. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, yeah. What's going on? Because I see. I I've been playing. I uh, picked up Bastion for the Switch when it was on sale for like three bucks. I've been playing that. I'm like, I think I'm towards the end of the game on that, and it's really fun. It's by uh, Supergiant, which we talked to right. s- some of the dudes. Uh, me and Alex talked to like one of the creator dudes at uh, PAX when they had they were yeah the lead designer yeah the, when they were advertising their new game. But I never actually beat Pas- Pastion. <laughs> I never beat Bastion <laughs> before, <laughs> so this was like my first yeah. time like, fully playing it and stuff, and it's really good. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, we even got to meet the narrator. Yeah, the dude who does, like, the deep ass. You would never think that this voice came from this person, but it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got to see him again uh, this year when I went to PAX. Said, hey, um, the uh, game designer guy wasn't there uh, the day I was. But, um, yeah, I, I came by and said hi. Bought a poster. Got it signed for a friend who was huge into Supergiant. I mean, they're just great people. Small studio that just do amazing games they have none of that dlc microtransaction bullshit uh it's just stories beautiful art beautiful music and those games are way too much fun yeah Uh, a lot of a lot of great detail in their stories well that's what i think is really cool about them too is they kind of remind me of like tomorrow corporation and stuff where it's like each of their games is different but it shares that like same art style 
and almost fits within like the same kind of like universe, but they're like all <laughs> completely different games. Yeah, the the Tomorrow Corporation's cinema universe. Yeah, they're little little googly eye squiggle people. Little <laughs> goo balls. Yeah. Choking on smog. <laughs> Burning, throwing everything into your little inferno. <laughs> that, oh, was, that was so much fun. That was one of my favorite things was like you would get letters from <laughs> yeah. your neighbor and it's like after you read it you're just like cool and then you just throw the letter in the fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's so good. I also got to meet um this year at PAX. I was I was able to meet the guy who uh wrote the book of Eli and helped write Rogue One. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. He uh his he did a keynote for PAX, so he was like the very first panel on the on the main stage and just kind of explained his life uh Definitely recommend. I'll uh I'll make sure to give you a link to uh his name. Maybe his uh, panel is on YouTube. But it just kind of explains how he went from just being a an, a kid that really liked old retro video games. I mean, at the time, state of the art Commodore systems, and you know was lucky enough to buy one after working uh with his family or whatever. Saved up money, bought a Commodore applied to be a magazine reviewer for the system and since no one else had that the new version he was hired on the spot even though he was 16 and that was his first job but they put him in the magazine and soon he became an editor of the magazine and then from there went to like pc gaming and was editor at pc gaming when he was only in his 20s just crazy story really cool that's so dope yeah i know it's like crazy to me to think that like I don't know, back, like, games were, like, in, like, the, like, you know, mid-80s, and so it was, like, the Wild West of just, like, yeah. fucking, you could literally, like, like, nowadays, it's, like, the thought of, like, someone, like, just kind of, like, uh, like, starting, like, somewhere, and then, like, all of a sudden being, like, editor of this, whatever, like, it does not work that way anymore, <laughs> like, you can just, like, fall right. into a role, and then, like, work your way up <laughs> like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, the industry is uh, pretty crazy now with with being, a, you know, it, it kind of has gone the same way that movies have gone where there's there's no longer, you know, 50,000 movie studios that are all, you know, throwing out their $1 million budget movies. Now, now there's like three movie, st- three movie theater uh, companies and, and their, their budget for all their films are in the, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and it's crazy. Dude, what pisses me off is like, like so, like there was like what was it like a couple weeks? Ago, like there was like where a couple of like good movies all came out kind of like around the same time, but it's like movies anymore are like literally only in a theater for two weeks, which is fucking annoying because it's like we'd go right. see, we'd go see one and I'm like oh we can just go see this like next week or whatever, and I look at the <laughs> showings and then it's like oh Thursday and it's gone like just gone out of the theater and I'm like. Well, we have to see this Wednesday, or we're not seeing it at all. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, yeah. I have noticed that as well. It's it's insane the turnover rate. Yeah, yeah. It's like the fucking like Steam store now, where it's like every day like sixty new games fucking come out, and it's like <laughs> you better hope to God you have great marketing or like or offensive or fucking something to like get someone's attention because you're in a sea 
of fucking shit at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a sewer. A sewer. Dude, I saw what was it that, like, I think it was last month that, like, the top two, like, one of the top two selling, like, games that month on Steam were, like, these, like, hentai puzzle dungeon, like, fucking <laughs> games. God damn it. And I was like... That's great. I was like, oh, I'm like, how the mighty have fallen? Like, yeah. Oh, we're at this point. <laughs> That's insane. Have you, uh, did you see Dice Dungeons? Dicey Dungeons? Dude, I I have, I do, I want to play that game so bad, but it's one of those where it's like, now that I have, I used to be like, when everyone's like, oh, I'll wait for it to come to the Switch, I'm like, dude, what a fucking cuck, like, dude, just get the game, but now I am that person, where I'm just like, <laughs> man, I was like, I will probably play that for like a little bit if I get it on Steam, but I will invest like 40 hours into that if I get it on the Switch. <laughs> Right. I know. Yeah, I'm on the Switch so much more than I am on my desktop computer now, which I didn't expect. But yeah, so if pretty much if it's not a first person shooter, because I'm definitely programmer, you know, always on the mouse and keyboard when I'm playing FPSs. Yeah, you got your like Razer keyboard with your Razer mouse <laughs> and your Turtle Beach headset. Right. And um, which I which I don't, obviously, but uh, <laughs> I only play FPSs on on keyboard and mouse, but everything else, third person shooters, you know, everything under the sea is always on the switch. So I have, that's exactly what I've been doing. Just waiting for it to go on the switch. Yeah. Cause I know that came out. Oh, speaking of awesome games that I know, I know you did. Didn't you get a uh, blasphemous? I did. Oh man. That game's fucking hard. Dude, I want to play it so bad, but again, it's like one of those things where it's like all this shit just came out and I'm like, Dude, I want to play Blasphemous, and I still haven't played fucking Time Spinner, which is, like, another good Castlevania one, and I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, I don't have time for all this shit, man. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, I feel really bad because I, I was playing um, the Symphony of the Night redo that, that came out re- recently. Um, it's Bloodstained. Yeah. I think it was Bloodstained. Yeah, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Ritual of the Night, yeah, which is Symphony of the Night pretty much redone with different characters. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was playing that, and I love that game. That game was a lot of fun. I got about ninety percent of the way through, and then um, I got Dead Cells it came out, Game of the Year edition. Bought that and put that in, and I have not stopped playing Dead Cells <laughs> since I bought it. Just nonstop, just playing. I played it on the bus to work. I was playing it at work. I was playing it on the bus home. Like just, it was really bad. I didn't even finish the Marvel's comic that I was reading because I just started playing Dead Cells. The game is way too much fun. Uh, just going through just nonstop action. Like, it's so fluid. And, you know, the random roguelike, insta- you know, permadeath is just uh, very addicting. Yeah, I uh, when I got Gears 5 or whatever, they were doing the uh, Xbox Game Pass for the $2 for two months. So I did that, and Dead Cells is one of the, like, games and stuff through the game pass so i have it downloaded on the xbox i just haven't got to play it yet yeah it's a lot of fun it it has some good ramp up you're constantly like unlocking things new additions that give you like more health and uh, allow you to save money after you die so you can buy better items when you respawn um it's a lot of fun that's cool i was like did you ever play wizard of legend i did not that, I think it's kind of like in the same 
except it's more like top down kind of like binding of isaac style right. but it's kind of that same like dungeon crawler kind of you go through collect money try to go as far as you can when you die they have like the little overworld town where you can purchase new equipment shit and stuff to like go in but its main thing is that it's like co-op so you can play with like two people and you both kind of go through it's pretty that's fun. nice yeah C- couch co-op is a lot of fun which uh it was really funny about that wolf about the new wolfenstein and I was like, oh, yeah, the new Wolfenstein's with two sisters. Cool. I'll have a friend come over. We'll play through the campaign. I get it started, load it up. Oh, no, only one player can play on one system. The other person has to have the game and online to play with you. I was like, oh, all right. So I guess no couch co-op. Dude, I fucking hate that. I remember when, like, when, like, around, like, the 360, like, time and stuff when they started doing that where I'm like, Oh, cool! This has co-op, and it's like, yeah, but you have to have Xbox Live and another 360, and they also have to own <laughs> the game. And I'm like, oh well, fuck me, right? Like, I guess. Yeah. It isn't co-op. It's so dumb. I was like, yeah, let me just get a second 360 and set it up next to my fucking first one, so that I can play <laughs> with the same person in the same room. <laughs> yeah, and get another TV. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know what that's all about, but luckily most Switch games all their co-op is uh has been couch co-op for the most part. So that's been really nice. Yeah, I was like Nintendo, you can always kind of count on them to uh keep couch co-op alive. Yeah. Even though Yeah, Super Mario Maker 2, you know. Dude, I haven't played that in like a fat I like I was for a while there I was going back and just kind of like playing like the top whatever like the top 10 like hot new levels or whatever were and stuff but i haven't i'll have to turn on mario maker again here yeah you should try playing my uh my uh, battleship level again and see if you can get to the the secret on top (laughs) and like jump through all like 47 fire sticks (laughs) and all the nice thing is if you get to the top of the level there's no fire well there are some fire sticks (laughs) because i'm not going to make it I'm not going to make it super easy. There's like one fire stick at the end. You had to stop yourself because you're like, well, there's... No- <laughs> okay, no. Yeah, there's still a bunch of fire sticks that you have to jump through. Yeah, I mean, if you go through the normal way, you know, there's definitely about 35 fire sticks. I think there's about 27 uh, s- slow launchers. There's about 15 bullet bills, and then I think there's about 10 or 15 fast bullets. You're like going through the normal way. Nothing but death awaits you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was like, dude, there's been some crazy fucking levels on Mario Maker, like stuff where I'm like, I can't believe the game can do this kind of levels. Like yeah, the Pong ones are crazy, and then there's one where it was like a Tinder thing, where it was like the you have to like if you want to date this person and like do doors <laughs> and shit. That's amazing. I did not see the Tinder one, I, but I did see a few of them where they're like one where you're, you're a tank. You just kind of like stand on a single block and then the whole level of blocks kind of forms around you. They're, they're on, you know, conveyor belts or, you know, uh, whatever those like covering lines are, rails, and they come together and it forms into a tank and you're just standing in the middle and it just kind of moves on all on its own across the, on the rails and just starts shooting at enemies and stuff. It's It's pretty ridiculous. Dude, I saw one, which I never got to play it because I think Nintendo removed it, like, immediately as soon as it went up. But the level was called My Favorite President. 
and it was a Koopa in a car getting shot in the back of the head with a bullet pill, and you couldn't stop it. Wow. That's amazing. It was so good. I was like, this is a community I can get behind. Exactly. Yeah. Your levels were really hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very frustratingly slow moving across with ice, graphic, uh, physics, and nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, my my first level, I like, um, I mean, the only, I feel like the first level, the hardest part is just at the very top, but... I f- didn't realize about the the moon thing that made everything actually like ice and slippery in my very first level. So I didn't have that. But then I added it on my own switch, but in order to like fix it, I would have to like re-upload the level. And I was like, dude, I don't want to have to like re-upload the level and then it has like a new code and like whatever. So I was like, fuck it, I'll fix it on mine and everyone else can just deal with it as it is. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's, like, something I hope that they, like, could do. Just, like, you know, like, I really wish fucking Twitter had, like, an edit option. Like, I don't know why. That's still not a thing. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But, (laughs) yeah, one thing that I really miss was the ability to share levels and download them and, like, play with them. I really wish they gave us the option to allow that to happen or not instead of just not allowing it permanently. Should let the person who's uploading it decide, you know, hey, I want it to be downloaded. I want someone to copy and paste and resubmit this. I don't care. Or, you know, hell no, this is my masterpiece. I spent 17 hours on this. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Yeah. I was like, and they're supposed to be adding the, uh, where you can actually like, play levels with friends and shit sometime soon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, so they are making some changes. Maybe I'll have to send them a couple emails telling them to add, uh, the player choice of, of, you know, uploading and downloading, Dude, uh, I was like, some of my other favorite levels I've seen too are the ones where it's the four players, and it's like a level where it's like one of you has to try to get to the end, but you're gonna fuck the other three over. And but then it's like it sets it up to where it's like, all right, you're gonna get the thing so that you're gonna win, but then really it just fucks you over so that the other three oh, yeah. people can finish, so it like psychs you out, <laughs> and you're like yep. trapped in the level by yourself now. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some some of them where like you need to hit the P to continue, and like some characters will just grab the P and just run around in circles, and like the time just starts slowly going down, and then at some random t- point they just died to go for it. <laughs> but then at the end, everyone dies because that asshole waited too long. <laughs> Dude, there's been some where like uh, like Dan Slavato who made like Doki Doki Literature Club and stuff. Some of his levels are like fucking ridiculously the hard dickish levels where it's like continuously spinning mario hitting switches like bouncing on shit i'm like dude, i fucking hate that shit like i'm like it's so hard i want no yeah and then random invisible blocks yeah yeah there's just like random invisible blocks and then like shit where it's like you have to just continuously jump on this like one enemy and keep spinning or like purple piranha plant things where you hit its head and then it retracts and stuff you have to like do that like five times to get to where you need to go and shit it's brutal yeah yeah just have to get good yeah get good (laughs) Uh, what else has been going on 
Uh, I've been trying. I'm so behind on anime. Like, I've I was like caught up for a while, and then like a new string of like anime came out, and then it's like I started watching it, and then I got really busy at work, and then now I'm like four months behind on anime now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So did you see like the last the last season of um, Attack on Titan? Yes, dude. Last season of Attack on Titan was so fucking good. Like, like season one was really good, and then the wait for one to two was just <laughs> like insane. And then I feel like, like no matter what, two was just gonna be kind of disappointing because it's like the wait was so long that it just couldn't live up. The hype was like gone at that point. But then three, yeah. three, when three came, it was just like right out the gate, like balls to the wall. Like the animation was on point, the fighting was on point, like. It was just yep. nonstop, like, every episode. I was like, dude, I was like, I can't believe. I'm like, if I told anyone, like, I'm, like, hyped for Attack on Titan, they're like, oh, Attack on Titan? I'm like, yeah, it's back, and it's fucking great. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's so good. You know, f- you know, it was amazing how every single episode just kept pushing the storyline, answering every single question you were wondering. And it's like, the payoff is finally here, and it is perfect everything i wanted to know is being told and the pacing was great animation was great oh man and i can't believe uh next season's the final season yeah yeah that's good though because i think that's gonna have enough momentum for it to end really well yeah that's my thing i'd rather them like end it where they want to end it than just try and push it as far as it can go and then it just like I don't know, gets canceled or, like, whatever, and they're just, like, yep. done. And then the manga still on goes, whereas, like, the anime just ends at, like, a random point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole sentiment of, you know, you live long enough to be the villain or you you die the hero is so true, especially when it comes to, you know, a- like, animated shows. If, if, if they end good and it sucks, you know, it, you know, it sucks for the fans who really want it to keep going. You just gotta deal with it because if it kept going, it probably would have had some, you know, someone in the team would have changed, and then all of a sudden the writing gets real shitty, and then this amazing thing that you loved turns into crap. That's 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 why I really was happy with Adventure Time, even though I really didn't want it to end because the story was just so good, and the characters and the voice actors were amazing. The way that they ended it uh, was just it was perfect, wrapped it all up. Well, that's like I was so sad when like Gravity Falls ended and then it's like now i'm at the point where i'm like man i really want another season of gravity falls but then i'm like <laughs> do i I'm like, because it, it's definitively it has a definitive ending and i'm like getting more isn't necessarily better but I'm right like, man i'm like it was just so good that i just want more yeah definitely understand that's why the Adventure Time at least has a bunch of comics. I have a few of their comics, and they're really good spin-off stories of of characters that that aren't really talked about much on the show, um, and like silly gags of like characters you do see a lot, and and what they do on their days randomly or stuff like that. It's it's great. I definitely recommend you check out the comics if you haven't read read those. They're think, really good. I think I read like the first volume or two, like when they were initially like releasing out and stuff, because I remember. And because in the first uh, volume or whatever of like the comics is when, like you see Finn when he's like older or whatever, and I think it was the first time they ever showed that he had a metal arm, and it happened way before it ever happened in the show. And then when he gets a metal <laughs> arm in the show, you're like, oh shit, it's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is how it happened. 
Yeah, I'm like, that's awesome that that's, like, a real thing. Yep. I was like... Yeah, all his different arms, man. It's cool stuff. But, uh, that's like, have you ever watched on, uh, Netflix? It's like some Japanese, it's like Kitsuruki, it's a gambling anime with, like, the chick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I tried watching it once, and I was like, oh, this is fucking dumb. This is ridiculously dumb. no. And then I was like, (laughs) alright, alright, I just won't watch it now. And I came back to it a few nights ago, um... No, not a few nights ago, but a few months ago I, I did, and I watched both seasons in, like, two weeks, watched all of it, and I was like, okay, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, I think, like, the o- like the openings alone are just so good. Like the, yeah. Like, the kind of, like, the jazzy, kind of, like, upbeat, like, music with them, like, gambling and stuff, and it's, like, it's, like, lewd enough, but it's not, like, over-the-top, <laughs> like, fan service in your face. It's, like, yeah, there's a lot of big titted anime girls gambling and they make the little like red in the face like whatever getting all heated excited gambling and stuff <laughs> but it's not like complete like panty shot fan service like in your face about it right yeah they they definitely draw the line uh there uh yeah like some characters are like oh yeah bet your life you know oh s- sell your soul oh yes and then you know i'll get all hot and bothered and all gasm faced and, and shit and it's like what the fuck what is this shit yeah i've been uh because like season two came out and i started it but then i don't remember something happened i think i got busy at work or something and then i never finished it but uh i started watching season two again and I was like, God damn, I was like, I fucking love this. And it's like one of the better, like, Netflix original, like, animes. Yeah. Yeah, it ends on a, on a cliffhanger. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I hope the next season comes out pretty soon. Dude, but probably won't. Dude, uh, like, like that, Baki, and, like, uh, Agretico are, like, my three favorite, like, Netflix, like, animes. Those are all so good. Yeah, Gretzko is awesome. Gosh. Dude, have you watched Baki? I did watch Baki. I actually watched the original Baki uh, a few years ago. This this one's pretty good. It's very similar. It's very lowbrow. Like, the writing is, is pretty shit, but... Well, yeah, it's not about the writing. The, <laughs> it's not about the writing. <laughs> yeah. I also really loved that they fucking... The Statue of Liberty was, like, made out of stone. That happens so often in international, like, animations and, like, stories that the Statue of Liberty is not made out of fucking stone, guys. It's made out of copper. It doesn't shatter into thousands of little pieces when, when someone punches it. It doesn't turn into dust. Oh, God. But, uh... Yeah, so, it, but it, yeah, uh, Baki's always pretty crazy. It's just nonsense. People just attacking each other with the arms that they've ripped off someone else and shit. It's yeah, and they're just like metal as fuck, ungodly jacked, and like, like <laughs> hit someone to like where their eye like flies out, and then they just like push their eye back in and like keep going. I'm like, or like punch like eighty seven teeth out of someone's mouth and I'm like, what the fuck? And they still have like teeth. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, or like yeah, the crazy speed that they have and they'll run by people and they're just all of a sudden superheroes when they get in their dead eye face. Well it was funny too because like I watched both like his season one or like what it was like divided into two parts. And like yeah. we watched it and like at some parts I was like 
so confused as to like who this person was and like what the fuck was going on because the story like didn't really make sense in like a lot of parts and then like Megan started reading the manga and a lot of why it didn't make sense is because the manga is like divided up into certain arcs and like that arc that was the anime was like the third fucking story arc and it's like the first (laughs) two the first two is like one where it was like Baki's brother like doing shit in like the tournament and stuff so it was like his whole backstory that they like briefly mention in the anime and then the whole second arc is like about like these like him like training or whatever and like actually competing in the tournament which is like where the first one ends is like after the tournament like already happened where he won and that's the whole second arc and then the third one is like where it's the prisoner one so i'm like all right no it makes sense then why that doesn't make any sense because you should already know (laughs) who these people are but they don't make any reference to them because it should have already happened but they never made an animation for it so i'm like all right i'm like i guess that makes sense yeah yeah definitely you should check out the old movie i think it came out in the 90s uh and it's just as brutal and i think it's him in the tournament I think that's all it is. It's just him in a tournament to a fight to the death. And someone... Oh, yeah, I won't spoil it, but Dude, it's wait, good stuff. Isn't it a total B-movie? Yeah. Yeah, and he, like, punches this dude's fist, and it shatters his fucking arm, like, completely up the middle to the elbow. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, he punches the prison wall, and it, like, explodes, and he just leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember Matt, Matt's the one that showed... We got, like, really shit-faced at the apartment one night, and he put it on. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, it was, like... It reminded me a lot of, like, uh, like Ichi the Killer... Oh yeah, it's the yeah where he like unhinges the safety pins of his face and catches the dude's <laughs> fist in his mouth, and the guy tries to pull his fist down, he just bites his like fucking hand off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, crazy shit. I was like, I know, I really like next year. That's like our big thing is like we really want to fucking go to Japan. I was like, I've wanted to go to Japan for so long, and I'm like, no more Ireland, like no more. I was like, I want. All my vacation, just two weeks, Japan. I'm like, that's what I want. Yeah. One vacation, I just want to go to Japan. Yeah, dude, Japan's so much fun. I love Tokyo. There's just so much to do. Two, well, two weeks that we spent there just wasn't even enough, man. And that was just Tokyo. We didn't even get to really go. We went to a couple small cities outside of Tokyo, but... Yeah, we also want, you know, of course, want to go to Kyoto. You know, go to, like, uh, Sapporo and... Uh, few other cities okinawa yeah i was like uh my uh friend nick or whatever at the beginning of the year just recently moved there and stuff he like works near tokyo bay and stuff so i was like he he's like when are you gonna come visit me and i'm like all right i'm like now's the time <laughs> i'm like i'm like i even know someone who lives there i'm like he can like fucking show us around the places and stuff i'm like now's the time to go definitely yeah you just want to be careful i think this year they're hosting the olympics yeah next year 2020 so make sure you you plan accordingly because there's going to be a fuck ton people there just for the olympics yeah i think he said that shit's in like october so i think 
or something like that is like when that's going on. I think we're gonna try and go like in like June, like try and do like summer or something like okay. go out there like before nice. the Olympics and stuff. Try and get. Yeah, it'd be a lot nicer than it is in Phoenix. That's for sure. Uh, damn near any place is nicer than it is in Phoenix, <laughs> and I don't think there's any place hotter you can pretty much go than Phoenix right. in the summer. Yeah, maybe like the middle of the Amazon or something, where it's muggy and hot and full of deadly spiders. But yeah, that's about it. And like ch- little children with guns. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah, lots of little children with guns. Yeah, fucking Somalian pirates and shit. <laughs> uh, Somali pirates just chilling in the fucking Amazon. Yeah, they got lost, and they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Going down the fucking Amazon River, <laughs> yeah. looking for pythons. Yeah, they're looking for, they're looking for the One Piece. <laughs> one Piece. Dude, if God, I'm... I think that show is still fucking going. I think I think it is still like 800 episodes in. I, and it's I think still it's going. further than that. I think it's 900 and something. I think they're literally almost to a thousand episodes. And I've yeah, I wonder at this point if they're just fucking doing it just because they they they're like, hey, I don't know. Let's see how many numbers there are that exist. This this is just gonna keep going on till infinity. I think they just want to be the longest running Shonen Jump like anime, which they've already got it like. <laughs> You win. Yep. They're like, we're yeah, going to have more. 200 episodes ago. Yeah. Please, like, for the love of God, end it. They're like, we're going to have more episodes than Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, GT. They're like, super all combined together. <laughs> yeah. I think they may have already gotten that far, honestly. Yeah, I was like, I've only watched, like, and this was a while, like, I never, like, liked the art style for One Piece. Like, I just couldn't get into it. I wasn't a fan. And then, like, a couple years ago, like, probably, like, four years ago or something, like, watched, we ended up watching, like, I think it was, like, maybe, like, 30 episodes of One Piece. And I didn't, like, inherently hate it, but I, like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is, like, god's gift to anime <laughs> it was okay yeah we, we definitely 700 more episodes yeah i wasn't like sitting there like oh man in the next one <laughs> yeah I was totally like, but yeah shonen jump has a bad habit of not knowing when to end they're like, no, ble- yeah. like bleach should have ended and then they were like yeah you lost your powers and that and they're like but we're going to tell you how to get your powers back three times fold. <laughs> and I'm like, and that guy who's the big villain, yeah, he's still alive. And I'm like, and I'm done. I'm like, nope, <laughs> it ended for me. I don't care how it actually ends. It ended right there. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Death Note, where it's like that second season. Nah. Oh, what? You mean when... It- in like I, for me it's like the, after l dies the show's over really like <laughs> no i mean i love l and like i'll admit like i i do not like i did not like m or like the i wish n would have been more like i n tried to be like the new l 
and I didn't really like that. Like, if he had more of, like, a different personality but was still, like, a boy genius, whatever, I think I would have liked his character a lot more than him just yeah. being, like, L's replacement. But yeah. it's one of those where it's, like, I still liked... Was was that still? It's been so long since I watched Death Note, but it's just like the fact that like I mean throughout the entire anime, there's no real filler. Like I mean, there might be like no, there's not episode like that you might consider it, but even then, it's like everything had a reason and a purpose. And then when they explained you everything in full, you're just like, holy shit! Like this was thought out like months in advance, and then he like fucking did it, and it worked. Yeah, this was like god. Yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely my favorite part. And I just noticed, are you wearing a parasite shirt? Uh, no, it's um darkest. It, it looks like it because it has intestines and like eyes on it and stuff. <laughs> but it's uh the death metal band Darkest Hour. And oh, okay. On the back it says No God because it's like nice the song that it's from or whatever. But gotcha. Dude, yeah, I parasite do... was fucking awesome. That was such a good story. Dude, I love Parasite. Dude, have you ever watched um, Kaiji? No. Oh, man. Like, Matt introduced me to it. It's on, like, it's on, I think, like, Crunchyroll or whatever. We use Verve and stuff because that has Crunchyroll and Shudder and, like, other, like, Harmon Quest and Side Nine Happiness and shit. But uh, it's about, it's a, gamb- it's a gambling anime. But, like, the art style <laughs> is, reminds me a lot of, like, the dude who does like Astro Boy and like Android 13, you know, and shit like that, where it's like the exaggerated okay. noses oh. and like facial features are kind of like old, like Lupin style kind of animation and stuff. But right, it's, right. It's about this dude, Kaiji, who's just like the worst fucking gambler like ever. And it's like about him like getting, he like ends up in like a shit ton of debt with gambling. So then in order to like, pay back his debt he ends up entering this like game that can only happen for like one night and it's this like riverboat game and it's like paper rock scissors <laughs> but he's gambling against other people who like owe a shit ton of money to this like company as well so it's them all competing against each other and then like the people who win might like pay off their debt and then win more money if you're just kind of like okay you'll just end up paying off your debt and you can leave and then other people just end up in even more debt and then <laughs> ultra fucked and it's just like consistently like it's just depressing because it's like the lengths he goes and he's just wishing nothing but the best for him and he just gets fucked over time and time again and then he it's like well now you're in even more debt and they're like so now it's like you can play this new game which is even <laughs> deadlier than the first game and you could totally dig yourself up out of this hole or just dig yourself like four times the amount of debt that you already owe and he's like, all right, right. I'll do it. It's like, <laughs> like, fuck. Like, but uh, for the second season, the opening for the anime is by uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, who are the people who do the opening for Parasite and stuff. And they're just an awesome band in general. Yeah. And yeah, those guys are amazing. They're so good. That's cool. Did you ever watch uh, the Death Parade? Yes, yeah, that was like a really that was a good real like uh, like thirteen episode, just kind of short. Every episode's kind of its own thing. 
Yeah, and the ending was super trippy. Yeah, the ending was like actually because that's the thing. It's like because the anime kind of has like a loose story throughout, but it doesn't really yep. have a story until like the last like episode is like here's like the story you've kind of been like wondering what's going on. It's like this is it, and then it's like oh. yeah, and you're like all right. It's like oh hey by the way yeah this has been going on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they're like here's kind of things we've been alluding to, and now this is that's like oh dude ever watch uh was it it's like uh angel i think it's called like angels of death no i don't think so i don't think i've watched anything with angels in the name where it's uh i guess it was actually a, uh, originally a game made in like rpg maker or whatever and then it actually got an anime and <laughs> nice yeah it was just like crazy and the whole premise is like you play as this chick who like wakes up in this building and you're trying to get out and on every floor of the building is a serial killer and you're, oh. you're trying to work your way down and it's like as you work your way down it's like the worse the killers are and it's like on the first floor that she ends up meeting is this dude named like he's like eddie the butcher or something and he's like all wrapped in bandages and has this like huge fucking scythe and nice. he like goes to kill her but she wants to die so he won't kill her and then so <laughs> He's like, whatever, I'll just leave this fucking hellhole with you. And he's like, and she's like, if you help me get out, will you kill me? And he's like, yeah. So then it's like the two of them going through this building together, and they're like killing all the other like psychopaths as they're working their way down. And then they end up getting to the final floor, and it's like there's no serial killer there. It's just this like empty room, whatever. And you end up finding out it's her room. And she was the, like, final serial killer, like, in this thing. Oh, she, like, awesome. She killed her parents and then, like, sewed them up like dolls and, like, left oh, them, shit. like, on the couch. <laughs> like, Jesus. And they're just like, God damn it. And then, yeah, it was good. It was, like, a, that sounds really good. Like, 13 episode, like, little anime, but. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check that out. Nice and short. That sounds good. Yeah, that's like, dude, did you ever watch back in the, like, uh, Adult Swim anime era? It was called Paranoia Agent. Yeah. I oh, God. Love par- like, that That was, like, my first introduction to, like, something that wasn't, like, Yu Yu Hakusho or, like, something where it's just, like, fucking weird. And you're like, what is going Like, I started watching when it was airing. I caught it, like, in the middle. And I had no idea what the fuck was going on. And then they eventually ended up replaying it from the beginning. So then I actually watched it beginning to end. And I was like, what the fuck? This is so weird. Yeah, when it gets into like the weird metaphysical shit of like everyone's emotions creating this tidal wave of like sadness and energy. Yeah, that like everyone's (laughs) connected, but like Little Slugger's not real, but he is real, but he's only real because this one chick makes him real. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking insane. I think it's kind of based off of there is like an old Japanese legend that they, they actually bring up in Mob Psycho where there's like a woman who. It's it's almost similar to like Freddy Krueger. I think is also based off of him. The more you believe in him, the more powerful they get. The more afraid of him you are, the more powerful it, it becomes. Oh, that. And it's kind of like I think they kind of. Woods or whatever her name was. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think they kind of pulled a little bit from that, and and then added in like the whole media craze, and just kind of made Paranoia Agent just based off of, you know, how people are all interconnected with our computers and how it's like fucking up our society and. 
and and people make things become true just by posting it online and 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 all that. Yeah, dude. Season speaking of Mob Psycho, season two of that was so fucking good. Oh my god, the character development. And and just seeing Mob change and and dude and then animation was still, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was it, so fucking good. It was like night and day between that and like One Punch Man season two. Yeah, yeah, that was really sad. They they really held back on fighting as much as they could, but I mean the characters were still funny and and there were still some really good good episodes. But yeah, you definitely could tell different company was making that anime. Yeah, my main gripe was even just, like, where it ended. I was just like, really? Like, we don't even get to see them, like, actually fight? Like, you're just going to end it right there? Yep. In the middle of, like, this, like, at least season one, it was, like, it was, like, an entire saga, like, for that season. And this, it was, like, here's, like, half of it, maybe 60% (laughs) of it, and the really good shit that you've kind of been, we've been building up to. Yeah, you get that next season. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully Bones will come back or something, or... I don't know. That was like, uh, do you watch Food Wars? No, I don't. Um, it, like Food Wars, the, the like final season of that's coming out. But that was one where it's like a cooking anime, whatever. Where I didn't expect to love it as much as I do. And then in the last season, there was like this huge fucking tournament that's like for like the fate of like the school and like shit like that. And it ends right in the middle of the tournament, and I'm like. And I'm like, oh, that's like, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and then it's like no announcement for when the new season is coming, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck! I'm like, god damn it! Because like, I I had like started it, and like it was like ongoing, like while I was watching like the latest season, so I was like watching it, and then I had to wait a while for the new season to start, and then it started, and then now it's like I had to wait like it's been like two years or is it, like not even it's been about like a year and a half i think and then now it's like coming out like i think in like october november or something like that so i'm like yes i'm like i fucking want it give it to me nice cool yeah yeah well good thanks for the heads up because i was i had been thinking of watching that one um i'm glad to know that the uh, new season's gonna finally finish that crazy cliffhanger that they set up yeah and then what else and then my hero comes back Yeah, that comes back in October. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I watched, uh, what was it? It was like, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? (laughs) Like, like, oh man. Like, season two of that, I think, is still ongoing or like, but but it took so long between that. It's like they announced it and then it was like forever. And then all of a sudden it was like just like on Crunchyroll, like three episodes in. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, this started. And I was like, there was like a bunch of hype when they like announced it and then it just fell off the radar and then just stealth. And I haven't watched any of season two. Cause I was just like, man, dude, it's been so long since I watched season one that like, I kind of like fell off and need to get back on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that shows fighting and stuff is really cool. Uh, I, I did like that. There's a, there is a huge amount of fan service as well. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. It's very fan service. Like, it's not like one that I'd even be like, "Oh dude, I totally recommend this." Like, I'm like, "It's okay." Like, yeah. Like, it's just like there if you're like caught up on all the like really good anime, it's like <laughs> interesting just cuz it's not like Sword Art Online or something where it's like they're actually in this world. It's not like a vir- someone trapped in a virtual reality thing. It's just like a fantasy world. 
that yeah. play that has rules it, like a video game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And that was like uh I went down like a uh, Facebook like video rabbit hole of like where you watch a video and then it pulls up another video and then it pulls up another video and it was like a clip from like the last season of Overlord and I was like fuck I want another season of Overlord too. Yeah. That was a good that was a really good one. That was really weird. When you first start off, you're just like I don't understand what what's even going on slowly explains the crazy world that they're in and how he has a godlike powers and stuff. Yeah, and then it gets like really dark in the last season and he just like butchers that like entire party like Yep. It's <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> so yeah, his character is is starting to sink into him. Yeah, he like is like lost pretty much like all human emotion <laughs> at this point. It's just like yeah, he's like I don't care you defiled whatever his play begins with an n i can't remember but yeah yeah his weird sanctum it's good stuff oh man so i was like uh do you got where where do you got anything else uh for for our listeners hmm any words of wisdom quips quotes queries (laughs) nothing i can think of off the top of my head um i did also i did read a sci-fi book um old old man's war uh it's really good i think it came out in mid 2000s 2005 or so and uh it was a really good sci-fi novel um really cool story about people that in their 70s i think at like 70 75 have to leave earth or um they either can leave earth to go into the the stars or they stay on earth and they have to choose before they're 75 and then what happens is they uh at at, at 75 they go through the the normal bullshit of of joining this army and they take them up to space and then do some crazy shit to their bodies uh pretty much kind of take ghost in a shell style download their brain into these cybernetic monstrosities and then go out and do war with international like uh, interstellar <laughs> aliens <laughs> illegal aliens oh uh, yeah space federation <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just like crazy wars and stuff uh, and it's really well written really easy to read it's not like really hard sci-fi where sometimes they get really specific and very boring explanations of, of different star clusters or anything like that. It's, it's very visceral and intense and really recommend checking out. Uh, yeah. Old man's war. Lots of fun. That sounds cool. I was like, it's like, it's like no country for old men in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Something. I mean, everyone that you're, you're, that's in the war are all, in their seventies or older, some of them have been there for a few years. And so you have, there's like a minimum of like 10 years. I think you have to serve. And then after that, you're, you're able to do whatever you want and actually live amongst the stars on, on some planet. They give you like three acres of land and let you colonize a planet. So then you pretty much start your life over again. I think they give you the body of like a 20 year old. So you're 70, but you have the body of a 20 year old and you have another like, 100 years you get to live on a new planet if you can survive 
the wars that you get sent to. Dude, that sounds like some like Twilight Zone shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. Dude, I was like, that's what's up. I was like, um, I was like, for me, all I have is I don't know if I'll have posted it by the time this comes out or not. Maybe sooner, maybe not. But I made, I made some new negative space shirts, and a lot of people liked them, which I appreciate. So I'm gonna actually do a post where if you want to buy them, I'm gonna like do like a bulk order and stuff to like so get like sizes and stuff and know like how many of what i need to order and stuff and then mail them out with like negative space stickers and stuff for people that want them so that should be coming awesome. soon yeah yeah i'll definitely keep my eye out for that yeah i think i did see your post you uh saw you take the the boxes show up on your on your front door and you didn't even notice them for a couple of days or something yeah well it's because like the i did like really because i did like a little cheaper shipping or whatever like five to eight business days or whatever because it was like a couple bucks less and i was like it's still as long as it shows up before indicate i don't really give a shit and then it apparently like showed up like uh like two days ago or something and i was just chilling like on my front door and it had been raining too so i was like fuck like i hope it's fine (laughs) but it was luckily it was like tucked under like where it wouldn't like have gotten wet or anything so yeah, it wasn't just a bo- box full of mold. Yeah. Like, so that was good. <laughs> well, I mean, they were wrapped in plastic and stuff inside, too, which I didn't know, but that was nice. Oh, Even yeah. if it did get wet, it's not like it would have been damaged or anything. Right. Yeah, but those shirts look pretty awesome. Oh, thank you. Nice design. Did you, did you design them yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I designed them myself because uh, my old shirts that I have kind of have, like, the old player character and stuff on yeah. it, so... Now that I have, old logo, yeah, old old man war. <laughs> so uh, I did that and made new business cards because then on the back of my business card it had my old email that I no longer have. So I just removed that completely and put new art on there and got new stickers. Because uh, Thursday when I'm at Indiecade, uh, from like ten to twelve thirty, I'm gonna be showing negative space there and stuff at the game tasting so that's going to be cool so i'm going to be passing awesome business cards and stickers and stuff and yeah that's really cool yeah if you like the retro game expo uh maybe you could get a booth next time Uh, i know that the booths are pretty cheap at the retro game expo and i'm sure they'd like something similar because yours is you know it's kind of pixelated yeah it's platformer it's 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 like an 8 bit game almost yeah it's like very like minimalistic kind of retroish so i think it would fit yeah yeah definitely yeah one thing that that's that they do with the retro game expo that's really cool is they have lots of um people making new games for old systems like commodores uh there's there's some new atari games that come out pretty much every year there's new Commodore, NES, N64. Um, I've seen some Sega CD games, and these are just like local people making their games in their free time. Some of them are, are just like RAM, uh, ROM hacks that they just kind of changed some of the stuff of a base game, added their own characters. But yeah, they're selling full carts that work on hardware for your favorite systems. Um, pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, dude, I've actually I've seen some people and stuff. I think like they've had Kickstarters and stuff for their games where like they've like designed it in mind that like they're actually gonna like ship it to on like an actual like NES 
or like Famicom cartridge or something, which is like insane. The fact that like you can even like get that <laughs> to like work and run the way you want, like on one of those in this day and age and stuff is pretty yeah, cool. yeah. With oh yeah, the kilobits of of memory and ridiculous. Yeah, little sound. It, it's it's really impressive. Stuff. Yeah, the sound chips that are just MIDI. You have to have like only twenty hertz of of sound at w- one point. Like turn it on and the entire cartridge just fucking explodes. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good shit. But yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap up our uh, episode for this week. I think there's gonna be one more episode. I think episode. There's going to be episode 10 and then 11, I think, is going to be while I'm at IndieCade. And uh, I have something special planned for that one. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, where, where can our listeners f- – well, do you even want listeners following you? Or do you care? <laughs> do you want to promote yourself? Or <laughs> uh, I mean, sure, why not? I, I, I just post random shit all the time. But, yeah, I mean – my name on most media spaces is Alex Tech, A-L-3-X-T-E-C. You, uh, yeah, so at Twitter, at Alex Tech um, is, is my main handle. And usually on, like, Steam or uh, PS4, also Alex Tech. So that's, I guess that would be it. I'm always open to play games with random new people. So why the hell not? Yeah, and Alex will post cool weeb shit and like techno songs and some dank memes here and there and stuff. So, yep, always always dank memes. <laughs> Gotta love those memes. Yeah, the, those memes, those uh, s- sweet pe- pepes. <laughs> yeah, did you see uh, the guy fucking sued for the rights to Pepe? So now it can't be used for any alt right shit. <laughs> That that that's almost sad that that's like what that took. Yeah, it was, like, it was fine when it was all over 4chan. It was fine when like people in Japan were like using it for like fun stuff, and then <laughs> yeah, people using it for fun their, stuff. Yeah, so and then people yeah using it for their agendas. All of a sudden, he's like, nah. He's like, this has gone too far. But, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm I'm fine with a couple, you know, here and there, but. If you're literally just going to start your webpage with just a giant Pepe with, like, swastikas and shit all over it, he's like, all right, I'm done. I'm taking Pepe back. He's like, you guys guys don't deserve Pepe. (laughs) Yeah, you've ruined it. All right, well, that's going to be episode nine. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. See you. See you later, you little fucks. Yeah. You stupid bitch.